All right, welcome to the Let It Go podcast. I am your host, Aaron Mallory, a.k.a. Mr. Let Go. And I'm your co-host, Alizé Safari. Now you gotta talk up now. We got I'm your co-host, Alizé Safari. There we go. You know, you got, my voice is just small. I just how I talk now. Your voice is small? Yes. All right, so look. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're broadcasting uh, live on a different platform. So hopefully everything is working out. But we're going to keep it moving regardless of what. Okay, so what do you want to get started with? Oh, All right, yeah. Talk about the title. Okay, I titled this How Summer Walker's Breakup Can Actually Help You. And a lot of people may, one, not care about Summer Walker breaking up. And two, how can Summer Walker, like this young chick, actually like her breakup helped somebody else. Well, it's simple. Can you um, tell Talk us what it? Summer Walker actually said after the breakup? They've been together for at least about a year or two or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and it's yeah. a very like uh, toxic relationship, I would say, because mm-hmm. you know, he was, they would fight each other. Like it yes. was a lot of crazy stuff going on with her. Um, so she said, I really thought this was gonna be a good year but it turned out to be the worst year ever. Literally like the saddest day of my life. I have the worst taste in men. I, I, I like literally find my childhood trauma then dated. Say that again, that last part. I like literally find my childhood trauma in date, then dated. She literally said, I find my childhood trauma in other, in, in men and start dating them. So, what does that say to you? Like that, cause that, that right there. I want y'all to just imagine this, right? Some people say we, you know, women date their dads. Mm-hmm. But this woman, Summer Walker literally said that she dates her childhood trauma. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, yo. A lot of people do that. Um, and I'm just, I'm actually working through uh, some codependency things of my um that I have going on with myself uh, that I that that I that surfaced because when you're doing healing, different things happen um, and then different people that might call you back in your life an ex or two might trigger that um, and mm-hmm. that's what has happened with me. So let me reverse engineer what she's saying. Um, so apparently to me, I don't know her story, but due to how her relationship was, she she's apparently dealt with some type of emotional abuse. Okay. She's dealt with some type of physical abuse. She's dealt with with toxic relationships uh, since childhood. So this tells me um, her 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 mother and father might not have been together, or uh, they would if they were together, it was a toxic relationship, and she definitely did not have any covering. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we talked about before today, uh, she didn't have a covering. Is is a, a woman should be a father or a brother a brother if the father isn't there right. or an uncle somebody. Um, so women, if you have kids, um, uh, especially daughters, make sure that, you know, you're covered and they're covered as well. You know, if stuff doesn't work out with the day, you're divorced or whatever. Uh, it's still important to have a man that you go to that can discern things, different, different situations in your life. Okay. Can you explain the thought process of cover? Because you're saying somebody isn't covered. A lot mm-hmm. of women don't, they've never heard that word before. What does this mean covered? So we can use the analogy that you that you said today. Mm-hmm. Like you said, if you date a younger woman, you wouldn't date her if she didn't have a covering. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. which means a, a, a somebody that she listens to that is a male because mm -hmm. then she will be looking to for you to be her dad, right? Mm -hmm. Right, so right. So that's right. that's just that simple for me. Um, I've definitely been going for the last ten years without a covering, but the last two years I've had a covering, which is my brother. My dad is in my life, but he's old school like they don't really don't don't ask don't tell like he didn't really teach me and then he got divorced out of my family um you know when i was like 10 years old so i really didn't get that effect uh that a daughter should have had which is no excuse for him not to have been there right who actually taught me mm -hmm. but i i definitely can say that uh i definitely kind of learned later um mm -hmm. and then i actually looked towards my brother uh, and, I, and, and he just decided, he was like, look, I just decided to take you on my wing because you, you definitely have been making bad choices in me. Right, um, right. And I just going to help you discern. It's up to you to listen to me or not. So are you saying that you are now covered by me and your brother? Right. So being covered is being protected by a man. Is being counseled by, yeah. by a man, right? It's yeah. being advised Listening to by a man. man, right? It's being talked by a man. So, like, just like you said, um, I would never date a woman that is extremely younger than me. When I say extremely, like 28, something like that, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm in my 40s, right? So, I would never date a woman that is like that young who isn't covered mm -hmm. because. Um, I want. I don't want that girl looking at me like I'm her daddy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. want her to look at me like, yo, like, I love what he does. He's just that. We, we get along, da da da. Mm -hmm. But I got my daddy already. You got your daddy, yeah. Right. So yeah. I don't want any younger woman looking at me like, oh my God, he can be my new daddy. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because that, that does happen. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So. Um, it has to be a woman that is covered. It has to be a woman that has a certain amount of um, males in her life that can pull her to the side and be like, no, nah, mm -hmm. nah, baby, uh, -uh they ain't working. What, what, you that, what does that say to you? Uh, her saying, "I keep that in my, um, you know, my my trauma." You know, what does that say to you? What does that look like for you? What that means to me is that um, she's in a loop. And a lot of women are, sadly, they're in these loops and they just don't care, keyword care, to get out. Because mm -hmm. the bottom line is, like, you don't have to do the things that you're doing. Yeah. You're choosing this. So she literally is saying, oh, this is the worst year of my life. I don't know. I don't know why. Because yeah. this is what you're choosing. So what you, I want to... You're creating. You, right. you, create, you create that heaven or hell. So what I want to ask you all is why do women do this? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, why? What's the purpose of, of doing this? Why do you want to actually date somebody? Because this isn't a realization she's having. She, she's just angry that it's over. She, yeah, yeah. See, when, yeah. when you're, when you're was, in the middle... But it was a bad situation. When you're in the middle of the bad situation, mm -hmm. right? Like, at the end of the day... You're happy you got somebody. You happy somebody is doing something. You know right, yeah, what yeah, is yeah, yeah. what is sex? Yeah, what so. is having yeah. a boyfriend? Yeah. What is having somebody to, somebody to travel with with her? Somebody to probably protect her. Somebody to advise her. But at the end of the day, um, she knows it's a traumatic situation, okay. but she's trading one thing for another thing, mm -hmm. and that's the problem. Women spend so much time trading happiness for security. Yeah. 
But it's not even secure because he wasn't even he wasn't even. Well, he he produced her music. Oh, okay. Secure. Yeah. Okay. He has more money than she. She was a stripper. Yeah. So that was yeah. Yeah. So you gotta understand that was guidance and uh. Yo, real quick, can you guys hear us? I just want to say, uh, put a one in the chat if you can hear us. Well, is he something on that side? What? Well, would it come up if they say something? I guess, I don't know. I, I'm, I don't know, but I'm new to this, so I'm just checking with y'all. Uh, show. Live viewer combination. Okay, cool. So, yeah, if you guys can hear us, uh, put a one in the chat or say we can hear you because this this new software we're using i'm not really sure if it's working or not so um but yeah the bottom line is one you know what you're doing you know because like i said in a lot of occasions people would simply trade happiness for security if this man is going to get her in a in a in a in a, in a place you know, financially or change her life a little bit, mm -hmm. but she doesn't want to be there or he's abusing her or she's he's doing something like that or treating her like crap, guess what? She's going to stay. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and that is sad, but it, it happens and it just is what it is. Right, right. And I think the question, I think a lot, a lot of times, especially like when you're going through situations and, and then when, once she realized that if she would have read that, when she went back and read that and said, dang, <clears throat> Like, if she really wanted to not have the next man, like, be like that, she should ask herself, so what can I do to actually, like, not attract that? Uh, or, like, what kind of decision can I make to not attract that? Because mm -hmm. um, she, and then she may not know. Because I had a conversation with, with, uh, with my brother the other day. Um, he said, you got to ask yourself, like, uh, why do you, you know, let people back in who emotionally abuse you? That could be, like, who have ignored you. That could be, okay. have, that could, that could be who have, um, left and came back in your life or a friend that doesn't um is not a friend doesn't reciprocate your friendship like you're you're there for them but they're, they're not there for you why do you allow that mm -hmm. because right. um and, and then so like i said i've been doing some 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 rabbit hole stuff like you be saying like go to the source go to yeah. the source go to the source See, i love going down rabbit holes yes. i'll go on a youtube so rabbit hole okay i go to a youtube rabbit hole i go into a relationship rabbit hole and what the rabbit hole actually does is um it's like Somebody asking you why. Like, let's, let's do this. Uh, Safari, why are you on this podcast? Because we started it together and um, I like to talk and tell my story and help people and it's fun. Why? It's, it's something that I like to do and have fun. And just why? Let, help people let go. Okay, you help, help people, I help let, people go. let go. Help people let go and, and um, I, I feel like I'm, I'm impacting the world. Okay, why? Because I want to impact the world. Why? Um, because I feel like if I tell my story and help other people, maybe it'll save somebody else. Okay. Why do you want to save somebody else? Because if I had somebody tell me at a younger age, I could have I could have helped myself at that age get through something. So. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do y'all see what I just <laughs> did? I brought her down a rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. You know, first she was like, oh, I just have fun looking at this. And I kept asking her why. And now she's like, yo, I want to be able to impact the world. And I asked her why again. So that is what I call a rabbit hole. So what happens is 
when you go in these rabbit holes, you start learning more and more. You start peeling back the layers mm -hmm. of whatever it is that you're seeking. Mm -hmm. So go back to what you were saying. So, about you. you know, most people, the average person won't do that. Mm -hmm. They won't ask questions. Right. They'll just they'll just tweet that. And right. Just, and then and then they'll go and um, of course they'll go get on social media um, and then do all these memes and stuff like that or whatever. Versus like, okay, like, dang, because when he hit me with what he said, ask yourself why you allow people to come back. Why you allow this? Why you allow this friend to stay so long? A homegirl uh, that I basically had to let go because uh, mm -hmm. it was it was a toxic friendship, which I didn't realize. Right. So. Right. Um, when, when he says it, you got to ask yourself, like, why do you let people, you know, do that? Mm -hmm. So when I went to this, I went to this uh, counselor. She was not a counselor, but she was like some type of coach or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, she helps people who've been through traumatic situations. Right. So basically, uh, she was like, um, people go back in their childhood, right? If you go back in your childhood, were there times where you were there for somebody like your parents and, and your parents didn't give you that attention or affection or like that, that love? Right. Right. So <laughs> it's a it's a time where you went to your mom or you went to your dad and you sought out some type of affection, feeling, love, right? Attention. And then they disappointed you, right? It was it wasn't it was it's deeper than that. Okay. They ignored you. They ignored you. you. They what, did not validate and you. And what you did yes. was you started ignoring yourself and then you started doing things yes. um, to get the attention. Like, oh, mom gives me attention when I make a grade. So let me make a grade and uh -huh. I'll get her attention. Now you become um, a perfectionist. You become now you feel like I have to make the best grades. I have to be the best child. I have to be the best this and that. And next thing you know, as you're getting older, you want to be the best yeah, cook or to be yeah. the best girlfriend. In relationship, you're yes. you instead of, instead yes. of saying, mommy, I want to talk to you. Right. You say, how can I get next to mommy? By an action. And, you, and then, and then you, you shake yourself to that person. Facts. Facts. So that's, and, that, and that's when I had a breakthrough moment and, and I was like, damn. Yeah. My mom never validated me, period. Mm. My mom's an entertainer. She, mm -hmm. she, she's a singer. She yeah. saw my talent. She put yeah. her talent on the back burner for the kids. Right. And she saw my talent and she criticized me. And then, you know, we would be left at the dance studio. I would be waiting on her to come pick me up. And she forgot about me. Mm -hmm. So how that's why I'm getting relationships and people ghosting or, or, or I got a homegirl that, that Barely answer my call when I need to talk to her, but when I when she need me, yeah. I'm here. But I, the other day, I told, I said, man, I said, I I, I reevaluated our friendship. Mm. So and, and I realized that she would. Or did you have a conversation with her? She basically, she basically told me, uh, you're doing this, you're doing that. You know, you got your own business, you're an entrepreneur now. You this, you that. She basically said, I think that I'm too good. Uh, like I'm well, too good, or she doesn't fit in. She doesn't fit in my life anymore. And she basically told me. Well, I think that, you know, maybe 2020 is our, you know, she mm -hmm. tried to break it off because she's self-sabotaging, basically. Okay, okay, Which okay. she's in her own cycle, but I said, I don't have to be a part of it, right? Right, 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 right. Right. But my here's old the thing. self would have been, I would have shifted. I would have been, I would have tried to, you know, still fit in her life some kind of way because that would have been the, the yes me. Right, right, right. right. But now that the, I'm the, aware. The seeking of validation. Yes, yes. Right, but now right, that right. I'm aware that I, that I do that. When I do it, when I'm when I'm finding myself about to do it, I'm saying, you know what? No, I no, I'm not doing it. Right, right. But yeah. if I didn't go down that rabbit hole to figure out, like, oh dang, I didn't get attention when I was young. Damn, uh -huh. that's why I'm doing this. All that's why you're posting all these selfies and all that. Because if you really look at your page, you're like, damn, I'm dense as fuck. Mm. 
You know what I'm saying? When yeah. you really start paying attention. Yes. 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 So, so, so because you don't need, you don't realize that you're doing these things until you got to sit back and just look at your whole page. Until, until somebody real tell your whole you. Life, your, your, your whole life and you're like, yo, I'm, I'm ditzy <laughs> or I'm goofy or, and it could be something okay with that, but it's important at, le at least know. It's important. It, yeah. You know so, what I'm so now I was like, dang. So that's why I've done. I've always shifted myself in relationships to to cater to that person. Uh -huh. but my needs weren't weren't getting met. Right. So that could be why Summer Walker is kind of like, uh, uh, what I keep attracting the trunk, but you ain't dealt with that trauma. Like, get go mm -hmm. get get into. Because it. if you're able, if you're self aware enough to say that I keep attracting my own trauma. Why do you keep attracting your own childhood trauma? Like you're aware of it. Like what, what, it doesn't make sense to actually it, do it, this. It, I'm saying this. It hurts to do the work because 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 of course if she get if she retracts somebody like that again, that's gonna be a whole other trigger. You know, mm -hmm. her best thing to do is to and it's gonna put there. her it's gonna put her in a in a position of being comfortable because she's like, all right, this makes me comfortable because this new guy is kind of like. You know, uh, uh, my ex. Mm -hmm. So it makes me feel comfortable. But at the same time, you saying or thinking that what you have going on is comfortable, you already know the other side of what you have going on mm -hmm. is going to be traumatic. See, yeah. this is, this is, and, and, and here's the thing Summer Walker is, well, used to be a stripper, right? Now she's one of the most prolific. Young um, singers out there, right? She, I, I, love, I like her music. Yeah, yeah, I love Summer Walker. But she started off as a stripper, right? Yeah. And shout out to the strippers. There's nothing wrong with strippers. I have female friends that are strippers. Yeah. But um, there's a show called P Valley, and you already know what the P stands for because mm -hmm. the show is about stripping. So you already know what the P actually stands for, right? And there's a, a woman or well, a couple women in this in this show that kind of reminds me of Summer Walker, right? And for those, if you see if you've seen P Valley, like uh, put in the comments, like um, you know what you think about the show. Like uh, it's crazy. The, the season is already over. Yeah, it's like six yeah. or eight episodes. Uh -huh. I'm two episodes in. But if you seen <laughs> if you seen P Valley, make sure to uh, comment below what you think about P Valley. But um, there's a there's a young lady who literally was in an abusive relationship, and it seems like you know they're showing memories of what what she was mm -hmm. dealing with or whatever. And um, uh, it seemed like a very uh, abusive relationship, right? And she got out of it. And in this particular situation, she just got on a Greyhound and just left. Yeah. And she ends up in this little crappy town, right? And she has no, she only has uh, $20. $20 to yeah. her name, right? Yeah. So she gets to how she lives. She started um, being a stripper, right? Mm -hmm. And um, what happens after this is kind of how summer walker's relationship may have started mm -hmm. you know you're you're at the strip club you're dating guys well you're seeing you're being around dancing for guys with money right and at some point a particular guy pays more attention to you than other guys and starts spending money on you and it was a particular scene in this in this show p valley where 
This woman had her first night of stripping and she came outside and she was like, now this particular woman, remember she's fresh off of a Greyhound bus, right? And she found a place to stay and this place to stay is just a room yeah, with a mattress, right? Yeah, it's, it's a little horrible yeah. little place, right? So she's standing outside of the strip club, like not wanting to go home. Cause her home is this place with this mattress, right? So she's just standing there and it's this guy who's uh, taking pictures for real estate, right? So he's out late at night taking pictures, which is kind of weird, but. Oh, you gotta keep watching it. It wasn't for real estate. Okay, yeah. he, he, runs, he runs into her, he sees her and she was actually crying because she actually, the reason why she came outside, it wasn't because her ship was over, it was because she got traumatized. She got triggered by something in the club mm -hmm. and it caused her to freak out. So she had to go outside and just clear her head. That's right. She, she, had, she was traumatized. Uh, yeah, but the traumatization is the is the thing that kept me watching. Because mm -hmm. I was like, yo, this is, this is what happens with women. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So she's outside, right? And she's just trying to clear her head. And she sees this guy and he doesn't look like these rapper type of guys who are inside the club, right? right? So she's like, and this woman came from corporate America. So she sees a corporate America type of guy. He has a suit on. I don't know if he had a suit on that night, but he just looks like a corny type of guy, right? Mm -hmm. So she automatically looks at him like, what are you doing out here? You know what I'm saying? And they started talking, right? And at one particular point, he gave her his car and says, you know, hey, well, no. No car. He just talked to her. They kind of like had a little back and forth. And he turns around and says, well, nice meeting you, Autumn, right? And he walks away. And it was a scene where she's literally just standing there, staring at him like, save me. She's just like, you're just going to walk away? You know, and in my mind, because I'm not in her mind, but I'm looking at her like, yo, she wants that man to save her. This is her first night stripping ever. She doesn't want to go home to this mattress. And there's this guy who kind of like looks like somebody that isn't just this crack, cracky, I mean, uh, this crazy person. Mm -hmm. You know, like the crack dealing type of guys or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't say anything. And the first thing I think is that, you know what? There's a lot of women out here who are in situations like this, just yeah. like that. And for whatever reason, they choose not to speak up. Oh, yeah. They choose not to say, help me. Oh, yeah. They choose not to be honest with their situation and say, I'm this beautiful stripper, but I sleep on a mattress every night. I'm running from an abusive boyfriend. It's it's shame. Right. So the shame has her just in her own paralyzed. shell. I mean, paralyzed. Paralyzed. She's yeah, paralyzed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's really, paralyzed. Yeah. yeah. So she goes back in the club or whatever, whatever, whatever. And that scene just stayed with me because I'm like, yo, man, that was so freaking sad because not saying that the guy could literally save her, but how many women feel like this? How many women have felt like, yo, I wish I could just tell somebody what's going on with me, but for whatever reason, I'm, I can't talk. Shame. 
You know? That's, that's, that's the number one reason. And then a lot of people, especially the women that who have went back with two abusers who, who, who's been in a cycle, this might be like the 10th time that she be, she's homeless or has left. So, mm. so, so she, she ain't got nobody to go back to because they don't believe in her. They don't believe in her anymore. So now... They don't are, believe that she's going to change. Right. So let's go back with Summer Walker. This is possibly the reason why she keeps dating the same type of guys because she doesn't have enough faith in herself not to do the same stupid stuff over and over again. So it's like, if I get with this guy, and I always talk about the Jada Pinkett syndrome where on um, um, Set It Off, where Jada Pinkett was um, cleaning up buildings and stuff and robbing banks. Mm -hmm. And at one particular point, she met a banker and the banker actually was like, yo, I can take you away from all of this. Mm -hmm. And she chose to leave him alone and keep scary. robbing banks. It's too scary. What is this? It's too it, scary. It was, it was because, because, what is this? because she's been living alone for so long mm -hmm. that something right, it, it, it's, it's too good to be true. What is too good to be true? I'm just saying. I mean, I'm saying this is this is her mindset right. because she's never been exposed to it. Okay, so, so it doesn't seem real. It doesn't seem real. Too good to be true. What does that say? That that's just too good to be true. Well, normal. He was actually he was actually normal, but she was used to put thugs and things right. like that. Right. So in other words, he would get with a he woman. I mean, she would get with a guy who's normal and safe, and he would turn around and say, "You know what? You're not normal enough for me. I don't want to do with you no more." The next thing you know. What, what she'll say? Her abandonment. She, she'll say, she'll say uh, he, he wouldn't understand me. That's it. I love that. I love that. I love that. That's <laughs> it. That's it. That's it. I like that. I mean, right. I say this sometimes. Right. I mean, I say he wouldn't he understand wouldn't my situation. He wouldn't understand me. He wouldn't understand me. You don't know me. You think you know he me. That's what Jake Pinkett said. Jake Pinkett was on the phone like, see, you think you know me. He's like, yo, I know you. You don't know me. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, you wouldn't understand. Click. I've said that before. Why? I've, I've said that uh, because- What I, is this you wouldn't understand? <laughs> like what, what, what? It just depends this on the deep. man. It just depends on the man. If, he, okay. if he's, if he's uh, you know, if he's been around longer, like that's why they a little older now because mm -hmm. some young guys, they wouldn't understand. I, I'm, I'm a mom. I had a, a domesticated lifestyle around my kids. Mm -hmm. I can't just be going out and doing this and doing that and, and um, they don't. They don't understand. Like I have to co-parent and this and that. So a younger guy. That's why I'm saying you and a younger guy might see me. I'm looking attractive to him. And he might want to comfort me. But mm -hmm. I tell him you wouldn't understand me because because, because if you don't have no children, mm -hmm. if he ain't never been through nothing, he ain't never been through nothing. If he ain't, if he ain't, you know, really just identify. Cause he's my oh my mom was a single mom. Then that's how the only thing that he can relate to. So me here's from. the thing. So you look for men who have been through the same amount of trauma that you've been through. Yeah. And most likely, those men are as screwed up as you are. Me, well, you I, being the woman, not you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, so let's go back to um, uh, uh, Summer Walker, right? Yeah. So she's like, all right, I can get with this, this banker type of guy, right? Mm -hmm. But he may look at my social media just like what I showed you. Yeah. <laughs> He may look at my social media and be like, what in the world? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He might judge me. So he may like me now, mm -hmm. but there's no long-term benefit to me dating this banker because the second he sees what I do on social media and how I, I'm i in the little two pieces and, and, and twerking and stuff, 
he's not going to want to go farther with me. So I need to find a guy who is in that life too, yeah. who's doing dumb stuff on social fast media lane, too. Fast lane. Yeah, because it's he's fast. used to those those visuals of mm -hmm. girls in two pieces twerking. Well, well, mm. um, me, me, see, uh, and for me, no, I look for a healed man, a whole man. Well, I've, yeah. done, I've done, I've done the work, but the old you've people, done the work exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Some of these women have not done the work and they're yeah. still in the life. Yeah. So they stay in the life simply because they don't see somebody that's not in the life relating to them. They don't. And a lot of these girls are, they have abandonment issues. Yeah. So the number one thing, when you have abandonment issues, and y'all let me know if I'm wrong, when you have abandonment issues, one of the number one things that you have in life that you are trying to do is to not be abandoned. Yeah. You'll do anything. But you, but you end up abandoning yourself. Well, yeah, but you'll end. do anything in the world to keep yourself from suffering that feeling of abandonment again. Even even chase a person. Yeah, you'll chase, chase a person even, or even stay with somebody. Keeping the wrong friends around. Stay in an relationship. Because the thing about it is, a, a guy that is uh, abusive, most likely he is abusive because he has abandonment issues. So that particular man is never going to leave you. Mm -hmm. I'll say that again. A lot of abusive men are the main people who have the abandonment issues. They an abusive yeah. man is never gonna leave. Yeah. Usually women leave the abusive men oh, yes. because they they have abandonment issues also. So what happens is if you have this strong fear of being abandoned, you'll get with somebody that you feel wouldn't abandon you ever. Yeah. Which is somebody who can relate with your abandonment issues because he has the same issues. And you talk to the person like, oh yeah, yeah. I, I live, never leave a woman because I know how it feels. My mom abandoned me. My dad abandoned me. Uh, yeah. And then you think like, yo, this guy would never leave me. It's codependency. And it's, and it's just, it's a codependency mm -hmm. that is toxic at, the, at this point. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's why when you go through things like that, that's traumatic, it's important to just like be by yourself for a little bit. Well, uh, being by yourself a little bit, little bit don't do nothing. Well, being by be by yourself and actually get the therapy that you need, and actually get to therapy. those childhood trauma roots, right? Uh, um, like like I said, those rabbit holes, and actually like getting with a professional who can mm -hmm. who can seek out those things inside of you. Even hip, hypnotherapy, it's so many different things to tap into it and get and get get cleansed. And, but it's, mm -hmm. it takes time. That's why that's what I'm saying. Because who you gonna track that same? You gonna you gonna you gonna go with the same type person. Because it's almost like you don't have a choice but to be with that same particular person. Mm -hmm. And some people because, settle for that. I mean, they, they like it. They, I well, mean, no, it's not that they settle for it. They don't see anything else. Because like you said, nobody else is going to understand them. Mm -hmm. If you have heavy abandonment issues, a woman is going to choose a man who has heavy abandonment issues because she knows he's not going to abandon her. But what comes along with a man with abandonment issues is he's jealous. Yeah. Is he's going to possibly be abusive. He's going to check your phone. He's going to threaten you. He's going to do all these other things. And those things are going to even make it harder for you to leave because you're going to be like, yo, this dude really loved me. I finally found somebody that loves me so much that he'll go crazy without me. 
but it's 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 dysfunctional. Yeah, both delusional. And this is delusional, delusion. right? It's a delusion. Right. And this is the reason why Summer Walker, in my opinion, keeps dating the same type of guys. She keeps dating her own trauma because she's still young. Mm -hmm. She has not, I don't know, but I'm assuming she has not sought out therapy. She probably doesn't even know where to go. Right. Because, um, you know, a while back she was having like suicidal thoughts and counseling shows and all kinds of stuff mm -hmm. because of, you know, she was in the anxiety. Media. Anxiety. Yeah. Um, um, and, it's, and, and, and it's just uh, anxiety can can uh, swallow you whole and, and suffocate you, right? Because mm -hmm. I've had it before due to, due to not dealing with trauma. Mm -hmm. If you don't deal with it when, when it, when you get triggered, that anxiety just flares all the way up and, and it's like you suffocate, mm -hmm. right? So, so. You know, her her putting that post up definitely she definitely still has some work to do, uh, but it's not impossible to not attract your childhood your, your childhood mm -hmm. trauma in a person. It's not impossible, but you have to understand what it takes. It's going to take a lot. And see, here's the thing: the most important part about this, because Summer Walker nor the girl in P Valley that we're talking about has kids, right? See, um, while you're dealing with this 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 crappy mindset of dealing with she men. She did have a child. Um, eventually showed that she did well, have a child. In, in, but with the part you didn't see. So, um, in, in particular situations where um, you, you may just feel like you're just out here trying to survive and doing this and doing that or whatever, you're not thinking about your children because you don't have them yet, right? Mm -hmm. But the problem is if you don't figure your life out fast and get therapy, your stress is going to be handed down to your children. Yep. Because here's the thing, your cells are literally, your proteins and your cells are simply information, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So like, um, like for example, a polar bear is in the Antarctica, Antarctica right? Mm -hmm. uh, when that polar bear has a baby, that baby has enough information in its cells to know that it's going to be cold. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because it, a, a woman and a, a mom hands hands down um, her her DNA to her child, and of course the man hands down his DNA to their child, and the DNA is giving them information in order for them to be able to survive once they're born. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is you may think you're okay living in this uh, anxiety-ridden, uh, abusive uh, loop of just dealing with crappy men over and over again. Mm -hmm. But what you don't realize is if you don't get this straightened out and you have a child, your child is going to be born with anxiety. Yeah. You're yeah. going to be born being traumatized and and being ready for something. It, you know, imagine being ready for something and you <laughs> yeah, don't even yeah, know yeah, what it is. Like, uh -huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. the thing about it is you just have DNA of, of trauma, trauma yeah. but you don't you can't explain it because you're a child. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I want you to think about what are you handing down to your children? You know, instead of handing down trauma to your children, hang, hand down solutions to your children. Yeah. So, because once you have found a solution to your situation, 
you're now able to teach your child mm -hmm. how to do something when your child may be in a situation like you. But if you don't actually take the time to solve your problem, yeah. and you're just in this loop like, oh my God, oh my God, your child, you, you, you wanna be sitting around with a, a, a child and y'all both are gonna be looking crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. speaking of that, I want you all to think for a second, what are you leaving to your children? You know, do you have life insurance? Like, what what are you leaving to your children? You know, so far, do you have life insurance? I do. You have life I insurance. Do. Like, I do. you know, if you have life insurance, put a comment in in the chat because um, a lot of people don't have life insurance. You know, and um, I just wanna I just wanna get all of us whether you're a parent or you're not even a parent yet, but I wanna, I want you to know that there's something that you're going to hand down to your children, whether you like it or not. And trauma, it's gonna be, it can be trauma, right. It's gonna it be, be bad be stuff or good stuff. It could be debt, right. It could be, it could be bad habits. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Or it can be something positive like money. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if, you don't have health insurance. I mean, not health insurance. If you don't have life insurance, what do we do? Go find somebody who can get it for you. I got somebody. We have an advertisement, and this particular guy is named Frank the Financial Pathfinder. And this particular man will get you wherever you need to go, will give you whatever answers that you need to put yourself in a position where you can actually leave something positive to your children instead of leaving anxiety, trauma, habits, and debt. Exactly. Yeah. Give your child a legacy that they can build with. You know? Yes. So yeah. um, his, his uh, website. website is financialpathfinder.net financialpathfinder.net Give Frank a call. I'm dead serious because at the end of the day, um if if we don't if we don't leave something for our children, our children are going to have to start from zero just like we did. My mom didn't leave me no money. Yes, did your did. mom leave you? Mm -hmm. Well, your mom well, she got some. She got some bonds. She had some, a couple. She right. tried. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, my mom passed away and she didn't leave me any, anything. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. would have been really nice if my mom would have been able to leave back, leave a legacy for me, a house, you know, health, I mean, a uh, life insurance. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? A check for me to just get my life together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go to college or something. Something. You know, but at the end of the day, yeah. a lot of us, we had to start from scratch. Mm -hmm. So are you gonna do the same thing for your kids? Yeah. Just leave them trauma, bad habits, and all this other stuff? Yeah, I'm gonna expound on that. Um, mm -hmm. um talking about going back to P Valley. Um, ask me how I watched it, because you know I don't really watch okay, it. Okay, how, how did how did you watch it? Um actually I actually got a chance to see my niece. I haven't seen her about uh about eight months mm -hmm. or a year almost. Yeah. Um, because she was going through some things with my sister, and she finally moved out on her own. And mm -hmm. I was like, and she called me. She said, "Auntie, I'm ready for the mentorship." Okay. okay. Because one thing about it, you can't force anybody to want better. Exactly. So I right. went up her house and she said, "Have you seen P Valley?" 
mm-hmm. or whatever. And I was like, no, nah, I haven't seen you about it. So, and it's based in Memphis or something like that. That's yeah, where we're from. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, and I and I and I didn't say no to it because I knew she, I knew it was something you know right at all. Whatever. Uh-huh. I didn't say no to it. I just wanted to see. I knew her little daughter was there. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I wonder if she gonna play this why. She, is she gonna let, but she, and it's important for you to just be able to observe, not observe, judge. not ooh, say it again. Observe and not judge. Observe and not judge. All right, go ahead. I love that. That's what I did. I, I went and bought some wings. Mm-hmm. Um, I had some wine, and yeah. I went over there. Um, and I just sat there, uh-huh. and I just observed her, and um, and I mean, we watched it, and that's yeah. when I, that's when I saw people, and I was right, like, right, right. Hmm, this yeah. is a little ratchet, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But yeah. I, me knowing, me knowing, you know. You know, she has her mother was in that lifestyle, mm-hmm. so so this is normal to her, right? Normal. So she's able to relate. And you see how people gravitate to people and things that you can relate with, mm-hmm. even if it's bad. Mm-hmm. Perfect example. Yes. Uh, and this this brings me back to uh, what I was saying, like me me just going through this journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and see when you. A lot of people they they get into these shows and things of that nature. They don't know that it triggers them. Yes. They don't know that they're they're causing the trauma to come back, mm-hmm. right? Over and over and over again. And she, because my because, here's the thing. Uh huh. It's okay for the trauma to come back because here's the thing. I actually I have a coaching group with over thirty women in it, and I um, what is the word? I trigger them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes it pisses them off. Sometimes they understand it. But at the end of the day, certain things have to trigger you in order for you to bring it out so you can see it mm-hmm. and so you can let it go. Yeah. So you can't let go of something that you forgot about. Yeah. The way you let it go, the way you you you, you confront it, mm-hmm. it has to be right in front of you, right? Yeah. It's just like the horror movies, you know, like uh, Polar Guys or whatever. They do all these seances or whatever. They get the trauma to come out. Blah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And now they're like, go home or get out or go back to where you came from. Right. And now, now they are able to like combat the actual demon or whatever. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you have to bring it back up. Yeah. So sometimes being triggered is a good thing yeah. and not a bad thing. But when you get triggered, you have to have yeah, a certain yeah. protocol yeah. in order to deal with it. So go ahead. Yeah. So, 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 and it's funny because um, my niece tried it. Tried what? She tried to go to the strip club. She tried to go or I mean, she, she, she tried, tried to strip. Okay. She tried to strip. So I talked to her about that. Uh-huh. Um, I said, um, how did they go? You know, and she said it was horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, I don't know how no more did it because it, it's, it's totally, you know, like, you know, it's totally bad, like, for me or whatever. And I said, mm-hmm. I said, well, it's good you realized that early and I didn't judge her or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, she was like, yeah, I just want better for me and my, my, you know, my daughter and this, this and that. And, you know, um, and she never, she never talked bad about her mom. Mm-hmm. I never talked bad about her mom. Right. Anything like that because, we, you know, we're family. Right. Um, and like you said, nothing wrong with, with the profession. That's what you choose to do. Mm-hmm. But it does come along with some traumatizing things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just, just checking her level of understanding and, and like, okay, is she trying to go back and do that? Will she do that? Mm-hmm. Um, it just got, in, got into her mind um, about it. But I wanted her to understand. I said, I said, it's okay to watch stuff like this. I said, but what else are you doing? What else are you doing, right? Because that's what I'm saying. What is the protocol? Once you watch this and it trauma and traumatizes you or brought brings you, you right. know, members of your mom because your mom used to strip, what do you do? What is the protocol when you do get triggered? There's nothing wrong with being triggered if you have protocol on what to do about the trigger. 
Because the key of getting triggered is to get to the next level, mm -hmm. to get past the triggering. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just like uh, another example of triggering, um, the girl on, on the show Pete Valley, um, she was in a car and it was a car wash, right? And she was inside the car, like trying to detail, oh, yeah, I saw that one. you know, washing, yeah. washing the inside of the car, you know, like, you know, wiping off the inside of the car, right? And nobody knew she was in there. So they started washing the outside of the car. So all of a sudden, the girl inside the car started seeing suds, suds and water all around the car. And it triggered her and reminded her of a time where she looks like she got caught inside of a car. Mm -hmm. And she was inside of a car and she almost died because the car started filling up with water. So she literally jumped out of the car and just fall, falling out like, oh my God, that is a trigger. But here's the bottom line. Somebody was there to calm her down and say, yo, what's going on? Mm -hmm. But they did not pull her to the side and say, what is going on in your mind? So it's good to have somebody calm you down once you're, you know, having an anxiety attack. Yeah. But it's important to have somebody around you in your life, somebody you can call to say, yo, I just got triggered. Mm -hmm. All right, let's put together a protocol. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And just so you guys know, like I did say, I have a coaching group. So if you have been triggered, if you have been in a position like this one at, at some point in your life, well, you got triggered off of something you seen on TV. Somebody said something, something happened, and you started having an anxiety attack randomly. You have to have somebody to give you the next step after you were triggered. Because there's nothing wrong with you being triggered unless there is no protocol. People have anxiety attacks. Okay, all right, let's get it together. Now, what caused the anxiety attack? Yeah. Once you start looking at things, now you can start compartmentalizing the issues. Yes. And you can say, okay, just like in a movie, this brought me back to when um, the car went into a ravine, because I don't know the whole story. Yeah. Um, and I had to climb out the window and we almost died or whatever. And then you can say, okay, what happened before that? How did y'all go in the ravine? Well, this happened, that happened, da, da, da. I'm only on the second episode, so I don't know. You know what I'm saying? And then you go follow me, because then you go in the rabbit hole of what actually happened, right? Yeah. And a word you love to use, you start reverse engineering mm -hmm. your trauma. Yeah. You start looking at things in reverse, and you start saying like, okay, now I know what actually caused us to go into the ravine. Mm -hmm. This happened, and then that happened. Now you're re reverse engineering your trauma. Now you have a better understanding of what happened, and now you have a better understanding of what you can do, and now you can change the perception of what happened. Now you can sit here and say, you know what? Instead of being triggered and being upset about us going into a ravine and me almost dying and being stuck in this car and the car being filled up with water, I can say, you know what? That was the first day of the rest of my life because guess what? I could have died, but I didn't. Exactly. So now you reverse engineer your trauma and now you change the perception of the trauma and now you're not thinking about it of a 
uh, as a this terrible bad thing, you look at it as so and so, so and so, nineteen ninety nine was the first day of the rest of my life. You can kind of like stamp that particular situation mm -hmm. and say, you know what? That day was the first day of the rest of my life. Yeah, and you go back, just like in, like in, in abandonment issues. Like, like I said, I used to go uh, to the movies and things. I wasn't able to reach my parents. So that's, mm -hmm. that, that felt like abandonment to me. Yes. Uh, then we would have to get a taxi or something. Once I'm we like 12, 13. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right, right. Like, how y'all yeah. forget? You yeah. know what I'm saying? But yeah. I go back to myself and I, I go back to myself at that very moment and say, you know what? You're okay. You're okay now. You're safe now. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times we're walking around, we don't feel safe. Mm -hmm. You know, you know what I'm saying, and that's why you're so hyper. And, um, and, and for for her watching that show over and over and over again, um, and this is this is why people are attracted to, attracted to, to drama. Mm -hmm. And, and you it's still a relative. Still, they want to see something that they can relate. They relate to it. I said sometimes you're gonna have to come here. You're gonna have to see here. Because um, I've been taught about meditation, and she actually has been doing it, mm -hmm. which is crazy. Because I taught her last year about it. Right, right, right. Um, so, so, so she's been bringing things in slowly, mm -hmm. but but by me by me sitting down and just observing her, not coming in, just throwing things at her, mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of like she's now like receptive to it, and she's ready to grow, right. ready to ready to learn. And I've exposed her to things like, wow, I didn't know I could actually dang do that. Right. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, when yeah. you when you when you seek help, like that's why you, that's why when women or men, whoever it is, you have to seek help. Because I know some men who have drug addicts as mothers. Um, and they and, and they keep attracting women that they have to take care of or or save because they had to take care of their own mother. Yes, they can go back into their childhood and say, you know what, that wasn't my job. That wasn't my job. That's how you reverse engineer your trauma. Because you feel, you feel like you have to take care of your mom. Mm, it's, it's something no. I mean, you have to. You feel like you had to protect her from the men. You did. Well, yeah, you yeah, did, yeah, yeah. You did have one, a yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the like the yeah. boy feeling like he has to be the man of the house because mm -hmm. my mom's single. And, and I, to be honest know. with you, you're right. Um, and that's the reason why I'm so much of a protector because I had I was a, my mom's protector. Yeah, like, and, and and which is nothing, which is nothing wrong with that. But if you if you wasn't aware that you could attract women, like you said, if she didn't have covering, I would be. A, I'm glad you said that. You're so <laughs> right. If I would not have understood and dealt with my trauma of when I was young and had to deal with my mom being abused all the time and having, I literally had to fight men to keep them away from her. I could have brought that into my adult life yeah. and said like, you know what I'm saying? Every time I get with a woman, I, I, I got to take care of her and pay out her bills and, and be used by women and stuff. But since I didn't, I changed the perception of my trauma because I started looking at it as a good thing, mm -hmm. you know, because I, I literally was like, you know, from this day forth, no man is coming to 186 ever again unless they have to be grilled by me. But that wasn't your job. But you took it on. And, and think about how, how traumatizing that was for you Right. It, made it me, wasn't it made your me damn feel, job. It made me. I know what you're saying. Yes. It made me feel good though. It made you feel good. You stood up. You was a man, yeah. but you shouldn't mm -hmm. have to go through that at a young age, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. You shouldn't have yeah. had to. You should. So, so, so. Yeah. Let's not take our kids through some shit that they they not yeah. they, they're not built for. You're right. Let them be kids. Right. Right. Yeah. Me, I couldn't be a kid. Yeah. And me. And even me as even me as a single mom is three sons. One of them is extremely older than the other. Mm -hmm. Seven years older than his brother. Mm -hmm. I can very well be like, oh, you can have virtual school. Let me go do my thing. Mm. 
That's but not you're his job. That's not his job. That's not his job. And a, and a lot of parents will be like, well, I'm doing what I got to do. You shouldn't have fucking had the fucking kids. You shouldn't have had them. You should, sorry, I'm yeah. going to cuss, but you shouldn't have had the kids if you're going to do that. Right. You, now you got to come up with that money to pay that, that babysitter. I'm not saying, okay, one hour, two hours, that's fine. But what I'm saying is we have to let them be kids. We are, Am I putting my child in a position to be to grow up too fast? Right. Because you grew up super fast. Right. Having right. to protect your mama, having to, have to do, do that. I can't right. imagine my child having to do that. Yeah. That that hurt me. That hurt me. My, and my, and my matter of fact, the guy that I was talking crazy one, my oldest actually stood up to him. Mm -hmm. He stood up to him. Um, I was headed out to go to church. I think I, I don't know if I hit, told this story. Uh, and because and, I wanted to just get out the house and he didn't want me to leave. Yeah. Uh, and um, he he was trying to chase me. You know, mm -hmm. he was trying to chase me. My, my son saw him running down running down he ran after him and, yeah. and grabbed him uh -huh. that very moment when i when i took him back in the room he he, he was shot me to grab him too uh, -huh. uh he went in the room and i and i and i just cried to him my son i said i'm so sorry you shouldn't have to do this because you're a kid because you're a kid mm -hmm. and and that very weekend i said i don't know what you're gonna do but you gotta get on out of here right you know what i'm saying because right. that traumatized my child at that very moment yeah wow right right but I didn't. I didn't let it go on, and I said I, I would never get in a situation like that again. But I dealt with the trauma. I dealt with the situation, mm -hmm. and I actually, you know, when he actually did that, when he took up for me, I actually held him. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, I, and I was like, you shouldn't have to go through that. And yeah. you know, I was rocking him like, and he he big like I'm rocking him. I'm like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So that was that was trauma. But you didn't know who you was letting in because you didn't deal with your trauma. And you actually gave him protocol during the situation. Mm -hmm. You gave him instructions. You let him know that that's oh, not your him, job. I told him, I said, that's not your job. I said, I promise you, he's leaving. Mm -hmm. And, and you gave word. him a solution. He's leaving. So you don't have to worry about this no more. You don't have to endure this anymore. So you can let it go. You don't have to morph into this man of the house. He's out. He's out. I love <laughs> it. I love it. Yeah, I love yeah, it. yeah. I, I we just can't traumatize our kids anymore. We can't. You know, we we, we we've been through that. Um, like I said, my whole whole abandonment is from my my parents' period, um, mm -hmm. which I've forgiven them for that. And I went back in my mind. I went back with my healing journey, right. and I said to myself as a child, uh, "You didn't deserve that. You are safe mm -hmm. now." Right. And you know, I know I never want my kids to feel that feeling again. Mm -hmm. I, I don't want them to feel it then. Right. Right. So if I if I see them in a situation where their dad is abandoning them, mm -hmm. I'm gonna let them know. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let him know. Hey, if you can't be there for your kids like you need to be there, because I don't want that, that that feeling lingers your whole life mm -hmm. until you actually like right. get into it and feel it. You know, yeah. and figure it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. some people can never do. Yo, you so right. Yo, this is a this is a good <laughs> episode. Oh my god. Right. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this is this is this was this was good. This was good. Yeah. So about um, P Valley, y'all. So y'all go uh watch P Valley because um and see it through the eyes of a person that wants to let go of their trauma. Don't look at it as a as a show full of strippers or whatever. I want you to look at things from a different lens. I, I promise you you'll see a lot of different things in your life where you're like, yo. It's 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 crazy, you know. I got a lot, I got a lot more to talk about this because it's so much. Because I want to look at some more episodes or whatever. But um, yeah. 
So when it comes to uh, another person's breakup, this is an opportunity to use that person's mistake, use that person's uh, perception of their mistake and look at your own life and say, you know what? I'm gonna change my, my issues also, along with them changing their issues. Because you don't always have to go through the trauma. You can look at somebody else's trauma and just say, you know what? Because of what they went through, I don't have to go through that. Actually, Jay-Z said that. Jay-Z Jay literally said, I went through what I went through. I sold drugs and all that. So you don't have to sell drugs. Mm. So Summer Walker is going through what she's going through and she's picking the wrong men. But guess what? She's going through that. So you don't have to go through that. So just yeah. keep that in mind. Yeah, and if you and if you I if you you know if that resonated with you of uh, what she said, I'm attracting my my trauma, my childhood trauma. Um, you know, get a journal, write about it, mm -hmm. write about it, and then and, and really talk just, to someone about talk it. Talk to somebody because I, I I have somewhat of a uh, my therapist said I have a repressed memory. That means that I was so smart as a child that I repressed a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, right. um, I was an avid reader. Right. So, so I would I would immerse myself in books and stories mm -hmm. to forget about your own. And life. I had several diaries. Mm -hmm. I had like my, my mom has a box of my diaries. So I I was giving my I was self soothing, and that's that's what I said. A lot of kids they self soothe, and mm -hmm. then they pivot in uh, order to get the attention. Either they pivot to to a uh, teenage girl, they pivot to a man. Mm -hmm. Boys, yeah. they'll pivot to 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 over sexualizing and porn or whatever, however they do or it. Or games. Or games. Yeah. You know, they get into this gaming mode, which which the people make games. Games. Okay, games and yeah. stuff like that. So so just you know, just sit just sit with yourself because if you don't raise yourself, how you gonna raise some kids? Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. Alright, y'all. We're gonna end this. This was a, a very good uh, episode. Hopefully, y'all like this new background we made. Uh, I don't know because it kind of cooled off. I don't know. It did. It feels yeah. good. We might have to start going just a later, leg, yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that, or yeah. whatever. But yeah, so I hope y'all have a wonderful day and enjoy um, your going back to work type of situation because we just came off a holiday. And um, yeah, we'll see y'all later. Oh, and uh, lastly, make sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is Mr. Let Go, and hit the notification bell. And if you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to comment and like the video. You got something? Follow me on IG at Alize underscore Safari, guys. Y'all have a good one. Bye.